Larry Richard Unfiltered with Jim Crin, Sheila Hyland. This is episode 50, guys. I feel Woo-hoo. like we have reached wow. a milestone. It's I know. It's our 50th 50. anniversary. When we started. Oh, happy anniversary. Happy what anniversary. What do we get each other for the 50th? Is that paper? That's is it you pa- give me, lame I think you give me 50? money on that day. Isn't it? I think you give me money, and then next year I give you guys something. Is I think it that's how it silver works. maybe? I, don't or? I think so. so. No, or is but you know 25th? what? I never thought we'd get to 50. We have a little problem. What's that? Uh, we promised Marty Griffin that he yeah. would be our feature guest on One our 50th episode. Yes. And we forgot to ask. But he decided <laughs> to go on his second honeymoon. Wow. Yeah, so how I cool don't know. is that? You think we should call him? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Let's do since it. And interrupt Let's his interrupt. vacation. Yes. Uh, well, since right. you said second honeymoon, absolutely. Anything could be so happening. we're dialing. We're dialing. Sir. Marty. Sir. You're live on our podcast, Jim Crenn, Sheila Hyland. We thought you were going to be here for our 50th episode. Yeah, I'm sure you did. So we have you. So here you are. We have you on, Marty. Hi, Marty. We're, we're sorry to interrupt your. Uh, it's this second honeymoon. We're having sex right now. <laughs> That's awesome. Are you driving? Are you driving yet? It's called highway sex. Have you not done this, fellas? Actually, no. I'm sorry. Actually, <laughs> I'm denying any of this. Oh, Christine, I apologize for cutting into your private time. I'm sure you did. Well, you but know, we, if it was that private, he wouldn't have picked up the phone. But it wouldn't have been 50th. We couldn't do it without you, Marty. We could not do the show. Oh, I, I couldn't right. sleep. I couldn't All sleep right. if you well, weren't on the show. Enjoy your uh, hiatus. Yeah. And your second honeymoon. And, Happy uh, honeymoon. We'll see you on the Big K Morning Show. Oh, my God. Bye, Bye Marty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Marty. That's, That's unfiltered. Uh, That's good for the podcast. Uh, you know what's we were crazy? a PG podcast. Now we're an X-rated. Well, uh, no, only because of Marty. Are. It's kind of soft R, I think. Listen, <laughs> PG-13. Christine, his lovely wife, mm-hmm. comes in every week for an hour, and it's kind of like being a fly on the wall oh. with the two of them. Right. Mm. And One can only imagine. What Marty says about his wife and then what Christine says about what Marty says is kind of interesting. But she plays along. But <laughs> somebody said, I don't get it. What? You have... Christine, who seems just like the all-American girl, right? And then you have Marty; he's kind of like that bad boy in school. So, <laughs> Sheila, what is the attraction for all-American girls and bad boys? Oh, you're putting me on the spot. Thank yes. you very yeah, I much. I want to know. So you're you're a beautiful uh, woman. You would know. Well, I was married for twenty some years to someone who had. Oh, I should be careful what I'm saying here, but. <laughs> Uh, was known to have a lot of women before we met. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think I was probably seen as more of the good girl type. Okay. Um, but yeah, there is something about the bad boy that's enticing. Um, it's not necessarily that healthy <laughs> for some people anyway. But yeah, I mean, the bad boy, it's... There's something about them. Yeah, um, that's good. It's, I, that's, that's I, I no I longer, get, I I no longer uh, ascribe to that, though. I, I don't. I don't go that way well, anymore. I have to. I'm trying to get yeah. that. So I, I'm. I'm holding. I'm. You guys know. I'm holding my virginity till the right time. <laughs> till <Yeah>. tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, till the right moment. And uh, so I have to break bad. <laughs> <laughs> I got to break bad, like Walter White. Well, <laughs> let me ask you. Uh, you're still out in the dating world. I'm, I'm out there, buddy. How's I'm it out going? There. That's a combat man, friend. <laughs> oh, gee. <laughs> T- do tell. 
Uh, it's well, it's interesting. Let's just say, uh, I find a real nice girl though. I'm hanging with, and but there's there's a lot of uh, uh, it, it's it's fun actually. I, I actually enjoy it. I actually enjoy it. it Gets me a lot of nice people. Uh, it's exciting. Uh, you know, it, it's pretty cool. I don't I don't I joke about it, but it's it's not bad. It's not bad. I mean, you know, I've been I was married also for 24 years, so I know both sides. Yeah, both and, sides are great. Both sides yeah. have their greatness. Both sides have their downsides. Basically, like it's you know, really is no. But you perfect know, for, and world. for both of you, well, you're still married, obviously, Larry. How many years? Thirty four. Okay, so you were married twenty four years. Yeah, uh-huh. I was married twenty seven or so. To go out into the dating world after that long, it's so different. It's like those- I mean, it is so different. It's like those movies where you see the, the guy goes to jail for like 50 years and he comes out and doesn't know what a cell phone is and things. It's like that same thing. <laughs> what is this? It's, I, you know, it, it's just, you can ask it a question and it answers. I don't even remember. How did people used to meet <laughs> prior to meeting online? You know, it's funny. Um, there was a bar. Remember we used to, the old way was the bars. Go to clubs, bars, whatever. Mm-hmm. Sometime a friend, blind date, they called it. Um, there was a bar when I was a kid. Is about early 20s down in market square greatest invention ever alexander graham bell thank you you just read my mind alexander graham bell good memory no one has duplicated this idea and it was genius for singles because what it was alexander graham bell every table had a phone and so say a beautiful woman like sheila's across the room and and, and you you have a map of all the chairs so i'd say sheila's at number 18 table you could pick the phone up and dial and talk to the person seriously, and this is pre. You sound like you did it. Did you try pre-mobile that, back in the day? Yeah, <laughs> I, I was there. Here's our it was ingenious, right? Yeah, and this was this was pre-mobile, like you said. No one thought of it. And every table had a phone, and you could see the number was on a grid, and you could, if really? you wanted to yeah. introduce yourself, hey babe, I'll be back to pick you up later. But is, is that? But is that not <laughs> the greatest idea? Because you know, if the girl doesn't want. Yeah, okay, thanks. If you like girl or whatever, send the drink over. It's kind of cool though. But no, here's, but, oh, but here's the difference though. But that's ba- that's all based on initial looks. Am I right? Yeah. Well. Yeah. Sure. Okay. But online dating, you really get to know the person first, typically before you even meet them. Now you oh, may see yeah. pictures of them. It's yeah. But advanced. that's what I mean. It's just it's still so different. Yeah. It than is. even that. Well, the, right, right. Well, the photos too. Don't forget the photos. They're all fake. You know. What? Well, sure. Get there. They're I'm, enhanced. Yeah. <laughs> right. No. No. I mean, Although I, mine was just nothing but my my head and some big sunglasses because I didn't want anybody to recognize me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. They were, they were dating a spy. Well, I, I did get some comments like, can, can we see more of you? Yeah, are you undercover? Can I see more of wow. you? Wow. Andy, Andy almost passed me up. Sure, Andy. he wasn't sure. Andy thought. Uh, Andy but he Price, took the chance. Andy well, Price thought he took the chance. he's dating someone from the Witness Protection Program. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> I want to see more of you. How about some of you? I, I, anyway. want, I want to know now, do you and Cindy ever recreate, like, let's go out, let's have a date night? Yeah, I mean that sounds no, good. No, right? Do that. Remember that that stuff? Sure, you got to do it all. Got to get a little effort. Got to give a little effort. You got to stay when you're doing with it. it when you're married. Yeah, I mean I know it's that. Hey, after 34 years, it's challenging to recreate the date well, night excitement. Do, do you, have you guys ever read a book? I recommend people read this book. 
The Road Less Traveled by M. Scott Peck. I've heard yeah, of it. I'm reading it for the second time, You're ironically, so, right well, now. Sheila, well, yes, for the second there, time. There's a section, there's about three chapters he has on love. And it is the most incredible, I think, uh, written chapters about what love is. And he basically is explaining from a, you know, scientific point of view, I guess, or through research or whatever. But And also, as a psychiatrist would say, and, and he said, when we meet, as you know, you get these this endorphin rush, okay? Because you just met this person, you're you're attracted to them. Now that endorphin rush just drops, and you know you're just ah, I'm in love, or can he say? And it's part of love, it is in a way. And then we all of a sudden connect. But it is about about two years after that goes away. That's when love begins, real love, because now it's a choice. That syrup is gone. Whatever that is, gone. It's your choice. Love is a choice. It's two individuals coming together independently, independently, and celebrating each other. If it's not, then it's uh, just two people eating away at each other. It's not. Mm-hmm. That's not love. You know, yeah, you got to get out of your love. head. Um, you know the, those endorphins and so forth, as you mentioned, they do die down. Yeah. And then what do you have after that? That's when that's love when begins. That's when the relationship really happens. That's when it starts, and love yeah. begins. If, if you're, in, you know, you say, "Okay, I choose this person." You know, this is the one I choose. I get along with them. We have fun. We laugh. And that's where it starts. But the actual endorphins, we all get that. And it depends how we value that, too, as we get that, you know. It reminds me of Foreigner's song, I Want to Know What Love Is. Yes. I got to introduce Foreigner on stage. Oh, Lou Graham and I said, and this was just down on Anna Maria Island (laughs) last year. I remember that. It's cool. Yeah, last year. And, uh. (laughs) My line was, so I was with Elliot Falcioni, okay. the executive director of the Bradenton Convention and Visitors Bureau, which okay. I told you guys about. I we're love still going to go there. Love Bradenton. I'm going to go there this, sure, this year. I'll believe it when I've, no, been, I've, going. I've traveled okay. all over the world, but I've been to Bradenton about 20 times so in he, my life because of spring training. Oh, he yeah. introduced me, and I introduced Lou Graham and Foreigner, and I said, I'm only here because I want to know what love is. Yes. And I looked at Elliot and said, I don't want you to show me. No. <laughs> but, by the way, Jimmy, you gave me this great line from Uncle Dirty, yep. who wrote, I guess, jokes for who? Pryor, Richard, Richard Pryor. Pryor and Carlin and George Carlin. Both of those guys confirmed oh, man. it, too. Two of the greatest uh-huh. of all time, right? Yeah. So we had this big meeting. This was here, a monthly meeting for the okay. entire station. Yeah. And at the end, Dave Labrosi, our brand manager, we used to call him program directors, was there with our GM, SPAC. Yeah. And they said, does anybody have any questions or comments? And I said, yeah, I do. And they all looked at me like, <laughs> where's he going with this? And I said, I just talked to Jimmy Crenn, and Jimmy met a famous comedy writer, Uncle Dirty, who wrote for Richard Pryor. Yeah. Richard Pryor. Mm-hmm. and George Carlin, mm-hmm. and now they're really looking at me like, where is he going with this? And I said, good is the enemy of great. And there you go. SPAC finished it. There you go. He knew it. And I'm like, yeah. And the message is you can be satisfied with harmless mediocrity, or you can – Go Choose for to be great, and there's a risk in that, and there is a risk. And I'm in shocked. That. When, when did Mike work with Uncle Dirty? I have to ask him. <laughs> I don't know. We got to ask but, back. But, How did he know what I was going to say? No, it's just good. cool. Good is the enemy of great, and, and it's a thing where you. I 
forgot about that until we talked about that. And I've been using it in my head. Jimmy, you know, I told you on the phone the other day. I yeah. said, I've been everywhere I go, I'm throwing that out there like it's new material. And what's the response? I was with Pitt football coach Pat Narduzzi. There you go. Oh, you used it on him too. On the Pat Narduzzi show. That's cool. With one of the players, big lineman Marcus Miner. And he was talking about why he chose Pitt. Right. He's a grad transfer, came from Maryland. Mm -hmm. Because he chose, he said they never talked about winning a championship at Maryland. He said, but when he heard Coach Narduzzi talk, their breakdown was ACC champs. Right. That was before the season last mm-hmm. year. And he thought, well, that's pretty bold. But isn't that what you want to choose to be great? You want to go for yeah. it. So I said, and I used your quote again <laughs> with the coach who's a good motivational guy. You know, he's a fiery, emotional guy. I right. said, good is the enemy of great. What did he say? And Marcus Miner's like, Yes. <laughs> and Coach Narduzzi's looking at me like, I like that. There it's you profound. go. Profound, Larry. Huh? You I know said, it all. <laughs> I stole it from Uncle Dirty through Jimmy Crenn. Oh, Uncle Dirty's going to. You shouldn't have given it away. Uncle Dirty. That's <laughs> tremendous. Isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's cool. And yeah, I've used it, it in some other places, too. Okay. I saw. Did you ever watch uh, Bryant Gumbel's Real Sports? Yeah, mm-hmm. all the time. Oh, Love it. I mean, it's show. really deep. Yes. Mm-hmm. They go really deep into the weeds on stories, and I love that. And they talked about. This skier, Michaela, I forget her last name, Olympic skier, she was anticipated to win all these medals skiing, but she kind of crapped out at three events. Right. And she had done all this stuff to get to that point in the conversation. And I was yelling, good is the enemy of <laughs> great <laughs> TV. Yeah. <laughs> she was saying it, you know, even though she stumbled, you know, she chose to, to be risk. great to chose you have to choose to be great i guess right. a nice line there you have to choose to take well, the thank risk you for sharing that because i got some mileage out of that and i i was thinking it helped me to to remember it uh i was at seven springs this past week uh doing a show how'd that go it went great sold out everybody's in a great mood you except, know except for one thing one thing bad knee mm-hmm. i have gout in my knee believe it or not Ouch. i yes is the most painful thing i used to get in my toe i i it's a first time i ever got my knee i did deduct it that it was that it was gout and now this is weird because i remember being on stage i had to tell the crowd because i limped up on the, the stage and i said you hobbled i hobbled i was hobbling up no crush just hobbled hopped kind of it was weird but i looked at the crowd and i said look i, I actually injured my knee i don't know how because think about it I get, it's gout i didn't i didn't know it was gout at the time my knees is hurting i'm like how do i get out of bed two days ago and i can't i'm injured so i told the guy if he would Knock me over on a ski, on you know at the end of like bottom like a ski lift, so I could at least tell people I heard it skiing. <laughs> so I said, "How'd you hurt you?" Know, Seven Springs sounds North, like a much North Face, excuse. you know, North took it out. Face. North Face took it out. Black It'll get diamond. better. <laughs> yeah, Black Diamond. You know how it is. I'll get it fixed. But I yeah. So it's it ended up being it's gout. So I have like anti-inflammatories in me, uh, prednisone. But it, it's the most painful thing. Have you ever got? Have you ever had gout? You ever got it? Like, I, I, I never. Women I, I heard it. Don't my get father it. used to get it. And, and, Your dad got no, it. No, so I know. Okay, beer. Wow. What is it? Yes. Shellfish. Every, every what, single what food. It? Every well, everything what causes that, everything that's I good. eat. Everything I eat. Uh, <laughs> beer, shellfish, uh, anything sweet. Here's the thing. I, I researched this because uh, I, I I have gotten gout through the years you know, since I was like late twenties, which is weird. You know, get them in late twenties usually. Uh, 
so I did research on it, and and really, if you if you look into it, they really don't know what causes it. They they know there's this thing allopurinol that, that, that lowers your uric acid, um, that helps, but they really don't know. And I something dawned on me with gout why I have it. I have a, a sickness that hurts that won't kill me, okay, and you recover eventually from it. So there's no cure. You're not going to get a lot of money. You're not going to have people on TV going, we got to wipe out gout in our time. <laughs> Nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> yes, because it's like it's, whoa, it's so low down the list. It'll never be cured because there's never going to be enough money because people are going to sit there and go, there's a walk for gout today. No, there's no walk for gout because no one cares because they're like, by the time we'd raise the time the fundraiser started, my knee's better. They're like, well, I thought he, I thought he got hurting. <laughs> we like give the money to cold. the guy can dance up there. I'm like, yeah, but it hurt before. And right Doesn't. below that is socks without partners. <laughs> yes, socks without partners. <laughs> Poor gout sufferers out there with me. We right. got a bank. Let's start a. Is there a gout association? No. You're Do we have Larry hosting a gout right. fund, there fundraiser? There could be a new role for of you, all the Jimmy. charities I've ever done. I, I never did one for gout. Thank you. We well, am starting one right now. Okay, Jim Crin's. Gout, gout for humanity. Gout for humanity. The gout, no, the gout foundation. The gout brigade. The gout foundation. Donate now. I'm wearing a t-shirt, the gout brigade. I wanna, Do not send beer. I want to wipe this out in our time. That's the whole thing. I said all emotional. I don't what is it, gout actually? Food. You said shellfish well, or... Well, what it is is if you have high uric acid, you're either going to get one or two things. You're going to get kidney stones, which are even worse, oh. I think, than gout. Uh, I thank God, knock wood, haven't had those. So you either go that way with kidney stones or you go with gout. It's a crystallization. The same little thing in the kidney stone. that oh. They got to flush through your body, which is horrible. But it's the same thing, but it lodges in a joint and that until it dissolves or you know moves on. So it's in your toe usually. So it's a physiological it's an arthritic. Pain, it's, like, it's like you got a piece of glass in your joint. Yes, it's in the arthritic family. Yeah, and that's I understand. It. It's extremely painful. It's equivalent. Uh, to breaking a bone, to the feeling birth. continuously. Ooh, I have gosh. a friend that just is coming off like major. Uh, Jeff, my buddy, the radio yeah. guy. Yeah, got no kidney stones. Oh God, oh. okay. He, he said they went up through right. his urethra. <laughs> yeah, and I don't. That, then it sounds as bad as Ugh. it sounds bad. And I'm sure you, it Sheila. is that bad. I don't know what it'd be like for women, but the thought of that. Don't for ever guy. touch mm. my urethra. One place that is off limits. I'll keep that in mind. Thank that is you. off limits. I, I don't think there's safe. any concerns there. You're safe I don't want here. anything. Your safe zone near my urethra. This Do is, they you know? anesthetize you first before well, they go up your urethra? That's what I asked them because that's my number one. Like if you're going to go to the hospital. And they're going to do something like that. I got, you're going to knock me out. Uh, you know how they have those badges? Like if you're allergic to something, I'm going to put on my little badge, a medical alert badge. Don't touch my urethra. I'm going to go say no. You know? Is he allergic to anything? No, but it says don't touch his urethra on his badge. I had a colonoscopy last year and they put you in, you know, you're under, but I yes. woke up. Oh, it's terrifying. What? You woke oh, up? Oh, in the middle Sheila. of it? Uh, you're laying on your side, right? You know, you got that gown they drape over you. Yes. So at that point, you're, you know, when the nurse is talking right before you go under from the anesthesia, okay, you know, yeah. the next thing you know, you're in la la land. So 
I don't remember from a propo- thing. Propofol, which is what you Michael woke, Jackson had. But right, <laughs> yeah. I swear yeah. to God. So I'm laying on my side, and I guess he's doing his thing, the doc. And they're t- <laughs> That's the way they call it. And I wake thing. up. On the other end. And yeah. they're talking about lacrosse, <gasps> their kids playing lacrosse, the nurse oh my God. and the doctor. Well, and and I answered one of her questions. You did, and she goes, "Oh, Larry's up." (laughs) They crank something. I was gone. Thank God you didn't wake up to like margaritas and dancing and partying. It's like, ah, you know, Larry's like the pinata or something. I just had that procedure done three days ago. Three days. Three days ago. Now the prep is much worse than I remember it when I had it first done ten years ago. I mean, we're talking three days of. It's not good. Prep and a spe- a special diet, first of all, and then you start the prep about 36 hours before the procedure. Yes. I mean, it was... It's not pretty. It was a nightmare this time. Last time, I don't remember it being that difficult, but... Um, you good? Oh, I'm good. I'm good, yes. I had mine a long time ago. I can't, I'm, I shouldn't avoid it, but I should I should do it pretty soon. But it's one of those things where, yeah, yeah you I'll get there. I'll get there. That stuff but you they know give what? you to knock you out there, the, oh, it's so good. The, well, that's true. Uh, procedure itself is... No, it's yeah. nothing. Yeah, nothing. You you're out. Yeah. You're like... You're out unless you're Larry and wake up and there's a party going on around you other than that. And and the lacrosse and I'm like, yeah. Oh, that was awful. (laughs) But we got to put the 60 second rule in. Did I tell you about that? The guy. What's the 60 second rule? So I met this older guy, older than us. And that would be to Jimmy and I, not you. you. Thanks a lot, you just appreciate that. He meets with his guys, coffee. They're in their 80s, his buddies. Okay. And he goes, I got the 60 second rule with my group. I go, what's that? He said, you got 60 seconds to talk about your medical maladies. That includes prescription drugs mm, okay. and your family members. I'm all in. I like so that. So he said, and we time you. Okay. If you start down that road, you get 60 seconds. You get 60 seconds. Wrap it up, then we're moving on. This I like is how that. you know when you've reached older age, yeah. not old age, but you older age, because do you do start talking about colonoscopies and gout. I and like, your urethra. I like it. I want to. I'm going to do that. Well, I'm going to do. <laughs> don't touch my urethra. Wristbands are don't, available. Don't even bring it. Uh, I'm going to do 90 seconds. I like it. That whole idea. I just need a little more 90? time. I need a little more time. You need yeah. a little more. Yeah. Time. You take a little longer to tell the story. I like a minute. Minute's good, but 90 seconds. I'm all in because I can get a little more out. I just got to get a little more. Oh my god. You know, it's like a long list. And it's true, Sheila. What do you do when you get together with friends at some point? When you ask how somebody is, <laughs> oh, Boom. they're going to tell you because they're it's happening all of a sudden to you. You know, as we get older, it's like right? these aches and pains, man. Uh, My gout. By then, we will have wiped out gout in our time. I hope by the time we're in our eighties, Larry. And then we'll have to start up the urethra foundation. Oh, it even <laughs> scares me when you gout. say that the word. <laughs> it, it scares me when you say that word, urethra. I don't even like that word. No, that, it doesn't. And don't who touch named my the urethra. Planets Uranus. That's our new T-shirt. Like, it's what were true. they thinking? What was that one? That was a joke, right? They were joking. One scientist was joking, right? It Come had on. to be. I want to know who Mars, came up with Venus, that. Go, yeah, that's great. Uranus. Of all the words in the world in the universe. Let's give me Uranus, right? Let's let's call that planet Uranus. Years from now, people will be saying, we've just landed on Uranus. Uranus. That's why they did it. There was a scientist who's, who did that as a joke thinking, that's the ultimate goal. He said, I won't be here for it, but like 50 years from now, God will be wiped out and we'll be landing on Uranus. And it'll be saying <laughs> It's like Star Wars. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, the true. former planet known as Pluto. Yes. I mean, 
Whole but different connot- no, whole different connotation. Pluto's back you know? now. Pluto's, Pluto's back now. It's he was, now he, he, was probably, he was going. He was going. I'm going to either name it Ureth- Urethra or Uranus. He went Uranus because <laughs> Urethra would have been hurt, painful too. <laughs> or Klingons or circling Uranus. <laughs> yes, it can, it's nonstop. From it's Star right there. Wars. Yeah, yes, I mean, come on. Believe me, you're right. I Jimmy. love. I'm going to investigate. Stuff. Hey, let's see. Because Siri was just trying to talk yeah. to me. Hey Siri, what scientist named Uranus? <laughs> Here's an answer from history.com. It was German astronomer Johann Bode who recommended the name Uranus, a Latinized version of the Greek god of the sky, Uranus. However, the name Uranus didn't gain full acceptance until the mid 1800s. Yeah, because Uranus is funny. Okay, so you're, but she pronounced it Uranus. Yeah. Yeah. Whoever that doctor was, (laughs) that guy, Dr. Vinnie Bombat. He is funny. That guy's a comedian. He did that just for the joke. He did that. He knew what he was doing. Oh, come on. Exactly. Because I just think it's to be Uranus, and they're like, "Oh, okay." There you he go. got home and just he probably couldn't even <laughs> keep a straight face. How about Siri it? knowing that that's <laughs> disturbing. Now, what and what's her accent there? You don't have. The I, I have an Australian Siri. woman. Oh, you know, why? I like because that. Siri sounded so much like my wife, and I'd be oh. in the car by myself. I'd be <laughs> right. yelled at, right? Recalculating. It's All just, right, Cindy. It's a change Siri to a little Australian, beautiful Australian voice. Yeah. I like that. I'm gonna she do that today. To me. Yeah, but you should see what she really looks like. <laughs> Can, you know, <laughs> I have I have mine in a Pittsburgh. I have Pittsburgh one in my in my series. Not called series. Mine's called Joanne. You know, it's like, hey, Joanne, what's the temperature? Well, I look like the weatherman. Go look out the window. You know, <laughs> Joanne, stop it right there. You ask too many questions, Jimmy. It's not easy being with Joanne, but I like it. <laughs> all right, are, are we done with the medical talk? Let's talk more. I could talk. Your, I don't know. I think we went day, way over our sixty seconds. Yeah. Well. I, I take the oh, blame. Oh, wait. Jimmy's not done. See? I, so I, I take the blame because of the gout. Sorry. Apologize. It's all right. I couldn't stop. Wait, we're glad your gout is better. Thank you, right. Sheila. That's right. How's your urethra? Quick question. That's another question. <laughs> Bring your urethra. Marty Griffin, our featured guest for our 50th episode, he asked, real or artificial? Sheila, I'm talking about trees. Christmas oh, I was trees. Oh, I was thinking something else. I was, I was going to say, well, I like, I like them both. I'm like, mine are real, but oh, wait, I trees. like them both, really. Okay. I would never ask a woman. I mean, it's obvious. I would hope not. No, I would never do but that. But if you're answering the question. I real like or artificial tree? Artificial. Me too. Artificial yeah. all day long. Yeah. I don't need needles. You pull them out year after year after year. Well, you Save heard, yourself a lot of money. Yeah. So we put this out on the air. And some people called with some real tree horror stories. Really? One was a, a black snake came out of the tree. <gasps> that is a... Once they dragged it in the house. Oh. That's crazy. I don't know what i do. Oh. I don't know what i I don't do. like snakes, just like Raiders of the Lost Ark. The other thing <laughs> was, and this was Patrick O'Connor, who works with Get Marty. Okay. He said, oh, I saw on the floor there was something moving and it was oh. getting bigger. What? And it was a spider's yeah. nest head at release. Oh, oh my no. God. That's the end of that. <laughs> that's the end of that, okay. man. There, there will never be a, a live tree then. I was even that. thinking of possibly a real oh, tree. As a child, so we had real trees. My dad put the one on the back porch for a while. Was gonna br- they used to set it. Hey, will you stop? <laughs> Your Australian lady can't stop. She can't stop talking to me. Seriously? I didn't even she ask her a question. She likes you. She's nice. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so they would put up everything on Christmas Eve, the tree, the train, the presents. And one year, my dad pulled the tree off the back porch, put it up, 
and it was frozen. I mean, it had snowed and it was really cold. Right. And it, as it thawed, a strong sense of urine <gasps> emanated from it. Ugh. Well, it turns out before the leash laws, the neighborhood dogs were using it as a fire to, re- to relieve oh, them, my. to relieve themselves. And yes. that cured us. We after that year, we went to the artificial. I experienced the same thing in a different way. I got a real tree about four years ago, and Larry, the dog, not Larry, the person, um, would thought it was a gift for him to do that. He thought he'd walk by it, he'd take a little shot at it, and walk off. And I was like, Larry, this is not what you do here. This is not in the spirit of Christmas. He didn't care. <laughs> Our dog would do that with the artificial tree, too. Really? You know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, um, Interesting. It was, you know, under, well, little dog, Chihuahua. Yeah, like, like Larry. Larry. Yeah. The dog, so not the person. It, um, he would pee on the, the tree skirt. Of course, he couldn't lift his leg high enough to get up to the... But right. still, same idea. He just you know, Under the tree, there's in honor. something about... In honor yeah. of it. He, um, now, when we were kids, I remember one year, we got not just a real tree, but it was still in the pot. And then my parents planted yeah. it in the yard afterward. And it's We did still that one year, planted it, and it grew up until a couple of years ago I, where my parents used to live. We had to sell the house after they passed away, but... You drive by and see the tree, the Christmas tree. Aww. And then my sister called. She was very upset. Don't tell me. They hacked it down because it got Aww. struck by lightning. Oh, oh, wow. Okay, well, they had you, to. Yeah, they had. You know, about the real tree, the thing I do miss when you have a real tree, we had more of them, is you always had that one cousin, like Chucky, or you always have somebody Chucky. going, hey, you know, uh, you know how to prolong it. You got to put in water. <laughs> you got to crash out some aspirin. And crush up some Advil. You gonna put some egg white in there? It's like a little, little drop You're orange. Right. It's like it's not hungover. Everybody, it's, 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 what is this? Everybody had advice about how to yes. prolong your. And here's tree. the other thing. Yes, too. they still do. How many arguments have you had over the years with putting in real trees? Oh, that's My a ex debate. and I that's used a to always have arguments over getting the tree in the house and maneuvering it and putting it into the stand. And I know a lot of couples have had that, Pack that of issue. Tarantulas didn't come out. That would cure me. The tarantula. I'd have yeah, to. I'm done. That would be that's it. it. That would be it. The snake and the tarantula story. I would call Larry, have him come over to the house and just say, Larry, tell the story. Larry, tell the snake story, tarantula story. We have some eggnog. We're done. We go, we go get the artificial tree. Are your trees up yet, by the way? No, not yet. I got to get them Mine is. Oh, is it? Give it up. Did you help? I did. I put the tree up. City decorated it. Wow. So it's a good combo. Let me ask you about holiday lights. Now, you live in a condo, Jimmy, so you don't put outdoor lights. No, but I know the light story, the whole thing. I got to tell you, other than Green Tree, here's how it starts. You go, you know what? I'm going to be simple this year. I'm not going to go crazy. I'm just going to go white lights classy elegant all of a sudden two doors down i always had a neighbor he'd put up a little more lights and i go out next thing you know i gotta put more we compete my street looked like vegas i was like the mgm grand <laughs> he was like the bellagio the strip, baby yeah we were fighting sick <laughs> papa giorgio yes it just builds the competition but i don't have that this year how about you well i'm in a condo townhouse as well there you now. go I'm in a townhouse, i can't i can, can put yeah, yes i can but you put, didn't sort of well i haven't i don't know that i will gonna. but i'm limited because i'm in an hoa to white lights oh you know they're dictating that you I, can yeah, only wow yes, meetings yes, on your lights yes 
I know. Maybe I should put red and green out and see if anybody no, says anything. No, that's against the rule. You get, you, you get tased and fined. <laughs> I was going to say, what, 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 what happens? Like, you, you like break the, the rule. They, I mean, I don't, get, someone I don't comes get it. By they're Christmas and, lights. No, but they, they're Isn't like, who Christmas wants supposed to be, to be red and green to begin with? Who wants to be that guy? Yes. I'm the enforcer of right. the HOA. Yes. <laughs> I'm the enforcer. You cannot use... Red lights or green, only white lights. <laughs> Sheila Highland, you are now banished to the basement of your place. You cannot leave. What can they do to you? What can they do to you if you break well, the rule? Well, the good rule? news is maybe they would take them down when the holiday season yeah, is fine over us. to get rid of them. <laughs> yeah, fine. <laughs> do you see Sheila? You, I want to know. Do you have yours? What are your outdoor yeah, do you lights do like? Outdoor lights? What are you doing here? Are you got Vegas? Yeah. Are you got MGM or no? Yeah, I got You uh, MGM? Okay, good. No, it's not quite. Maybe to like your the level. Clarish. I got enough just to like a make nice it little look clarity. Nice boutique. Yeah, and then Cindy says she has a nerve to say to me, you know, the neighbors have raised the bar. See, Cindy oh, wants a casino. You just have a little up with casino. The Joneses for Christmas. And I'm like, forget about it. Man. I say, bring the bring it. I'll be your blackjack dealer. Make it look like a casino. I'll be out there. You know, buffet. I'm We're buffet just going to go out and buy a 50 foot inflatable. Those are cool. Leg lamp. Oh, they have them, I'm sure. I'll you bet you can get that on Amazon. No. Oh, they're everywhere. They do. they do have them? Okay. I, I different I different heights, too. That's but awesome. But then inflatables seem to Do it. I think cheap. Cindy would really appreciate that. She could use an inflatable. I'm not crazy about the inflatables on lawns. What do you think? You guys <laughs> oh, like the inflatable? Wait, we're talking about a whole different story. Well, the lamp. The inflatable <laughs> husband. The inflatable. <laughs> you, you like the Santa Clauses and stuff on a lawn? I don't, I don't mind think, them. I think they're, they're cute. Yeah. I, I like traditional lights, though. Yeah, maybe a, a a plastic reindeer. I'll give you that, but not inflatable. All right, plastic reindeer. Kind of like them. Uh, they always make me smile though when I plastic drive reindeer? by. No, oh. no, the inflatables. Oh, and remember when we used to go <laughs> the goal. downtown Pittsburgh strictly to see the holiday windows at Horns, Gimbals, and Coffins. So cool, right? They don't even exist anymore. No, none it was of them. A great tradition, right? Oh, yeah, but there are some trees around. There's some decorations. There are. Go not see like that. them. Oh, you can't see them at Jimmy's condo or no. Sheila. She doesn't have any up, and it sounds like that ain't happening. And if they are, it's just a I have just a wreath on the door. Does that count? No. I have a urethra. Okay. Well. <laughs> he has a urethra <laughs> on the door. Can't stop it. Sorry. It's, All on right. my mind. it's on my mind. Larry Richard Unfiltered, Jim Crenn, Sheila Highland, episode 50. And we thank Dick Roberts, our producer, Jim Patolsky, our partner from Face for Radio Productions. And you can download the free Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y, and you can check out our podcast or go to kdkradio.com. Guys, thanks. It was fun. It's a wrap. Been a fun 50. It's a wrap so far.